I'm going to open up the episode by talking about something that I watched last night, guys. I really? watched a movie, and it was the Dungeons & Dragons movie. I watched it. Oh, really? Did you watch it? No, but I, I've really heard... Have you seen it? <clears throat> no. No, you guys haven't seen it? I kind of want to watch it. I've heard it's pretty all right. I'll say something uh, about it. Okay. I say it's pretty good. Really? really? I watched it. it was not, it's not like it was the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, but it was really good, and I would like to see more. However, I wow. think that they should not make a storyline with the same characters and should just do another story with new characters. Yeah. That's what I think they should do. If they did, like, a sequel, it would suck. Oh, really? But it was just a good one-and-done yeah, story. Yeah, if they did more of, with the same characters, I would be like, okay... That's not cool. But anyways, it was a good movie. Very, it was funny. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. And uh, before I had watched the movie, I heard somebody somebody told me, and I cannot remember who it was, but they were like, oh, it's a great movie if you're like a Dungeons & Dragons player, but DMs hate it. DMs Aye. hate the movie. Right. And now I was like, Why? <laughs> And I never got any elaboration on it. It was just like that was the – I was like, okay. So I watched it as a DM, and I have no idea what the fuck that person was talking about because there was nothing in it that I was like, oh, as a DM, I just hate this game or this movie. Uh, I think that's – honestly, I think that's it. That's all I wanted to talk about the movie. It was good. It was funny. There were funny bits in it. Uh, It looked good. The CGI was very good, you know. Good. Um. The, my, let's see, negative sides. Uh, sometimes. Marvel humor. <laughs> no. Uh, sometimes the humor is, it was like not enough. It's like really? it wasn't funny enough. They like did it was a just joke. Dry. Yeah, they would do a joke and then you would be like, oh. That was supposed to be a joke. Yeah. And it would just, it wouldn't, I don't know, it was too... I feel like they put their hmm. funniest jokes out in the trailer, being like, ha come look at the movie, guys. Come you know look what? at it. Shiny, shiny, hue, look at here. You're right. There were a couple things, though, that they did, like the main storyline, you're not going to see it coming. Um, was it predict- like, Was it like a predictable Dungeons & Dragons storyline? Or was it actually... Yeah, there were a um, lot of things where when it started, I would be like, oh, and now this is going to happen because they set up this... Oh, and then this is going to happen well, because you're of... a DM too. Yeah, that's true. I do kind of see. So maybe... that that's why they don't like it is Damn. because it makes the movie predictable to them. Dude, uh... oh my god, you're right. Mm-hmm. It was it was I it was see. just too plain for that person. It was because it was like I was I could see the whole. It was uh, made storyline. It was made for people who don't know much about Dungeons and Dragons. And honestly, I kind of figured the movie was going to be like that anyway, so they could rope a general audience yeah. in, or which is good, or yeah. just be like, "Hey, you know this obscure character that only Dungeons and Dragon players will know? They're going to go crazy over this one." And then Dungeons and Dragon players see it and they're like, "Oh, okay, you put I, that I in there." I don't think there were any characters. It all seemed pretty fresh, like the. The stuff, it felt very homebrew, which I liked. Cool. I thought it was cool, yeah. That's so cool, dude. That is awesome. Um, Guess what? It's episode 51, guys. Let's fucking go. Woo! Hey, I thought I was starting episode off the episode. 51. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. You see? Hey, guys. It's episode 51. <laughs> Woo! 
Let's go. Is he starting the episode sure. now? Sure. Yes. I don't care. I am. I'm starting it. All I'm right. hijacking the process. Hey, guys. Let me start off by throwing a little pity party for myself. <laughs> okay. I feel like crap. Nice. Doo-doo, doo-doo garbage, garbage feces. Poo-poo, poo-poo. It smells like doo-doo garbage butt in here. What was that? I don't know. It's some TikTok. I don't. No, dude. So are you gonna are you gonna say you're I'm tired? tired. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I am tired. There it is. My tonsils hurt. Oof. My well, they're better. It's just my throat's dry now. Like yesterday my tonsils were hurting and I was like, oh shit, am I getting sick? But normally it starts with an earache. I don't know, my tonsils are weird. I, I work an outside job now around trees. I'm pretty sure I had an allergic reaction to like it was Ooh. I we were chopping down a dead tree and chipping it. And I think it had, like, mold spores on it or something. And oh. I know that sounds gross to say, but working around that and, like, it's basically chipping the dead tree turned it into, like, fucking powder. And oh. so it was, like, powder getting shot out this tube, and I was, like, right beside it, you know. Did you have, like, a mask on? Well, I have sunglasses, and then we have a face guard that is, like, a mesh, but it easily yeah. goes up in there. So, but, um, <clears throat> but, dude... After that, my tonsils hurt, and, like, I've just been having really bad sinuses, and it's just rough. But I've been taking care of myself. Are you sure we're not going to be able to hear? Oh, yeah, dude. I was not not even (laughs) thinking about that. Oh, my God. We're leaving that in. I'm going to explain it. Hey, everybody. I'm burned as fuck, and I'm peeling like a motherfucker. And that you hear, yeah. just I'll give a context photo to this. Doesn't look, it doesn't look that bad. It's just spotty. It looks sure. like I haven't bathed in a while. Yeah. Okay, anyways, that's, that scrubbing sound you heard was me uh, trying to scrub all of the dead skin off of my forehead. And continue, please. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, you're kind of stealing my, my thunder. Um, Can you forgive us? You, you're, I was having a pity party, <laughs> and then you decided to throw yourself a pity party. <laughs> If I'm being honest, I'm so sorry. This is dude. my little pity party time. I can't believe I did that to you. Oh, please continue. I'm miserable. <laughs> I'm tired. I feel like passing out. My voice doesn't want to cooperate, and so like I'm just you know I'm I'm here for the ride. So if you don't hear much from me this episode, just know that I'm sulking in the corner, looking at them with puppy dog eyes and being sad. Yeah. I'm going to be crying most of the episode, actually. But anyways, hey, welcome to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell. This is episode 51. We're saying Ooh. it again. Clap for me. Yay. And today on Three Brothers, One Brain Cell, like we do every week, we bring a topic to the table. Let's and go. we've discussed our artistic needs, um, and we've gotten some feedback, and we're listening to some feedback of our repetitive um, once, like, every other week type deals. I think... I'm going to be personally going to be switching my um, creepypastas instead of every other week um, for my topic. I'm going to be doing it once a month hmm. instead. Interesting. And so it's not going to – It's so it's going to be something to look forward to and I can actually delve into it and make it more creative yeah. than finding something the day of the podcast. And so it gives me more creativity than being like, oh, this week I can just – bum out and not be creative and so you know it's gonna be more compelling because we're still relatively small so i don't want to run out of steam before we even pick up traction dude i i would say that we're relatively average sized Mm. 
Some I would might, say relatively above average. Some might even say we're a little too much. A little bit too big <laughs> yeah, uh, of a podcast. I think relatively small is too generous. I'd say we're very small. We're actually microscopic <laughs> in the splash of... Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I didn't even explain what all of that was about. What that's about is that every week we bring a topic to the table. Each one of us brings an individual topic as a brother, biological brothers. Mm. We talk about something random each week. And um, people are like, what do you what do y'all do on your podcast? I don't know what we do on our podcast. We're, we do stuff. Okay. You know what? I'll tell you what we do on this podcast. You know what we do on this podcast? Have a good time. Your mother. Oh. I win. I win. Yeah. But on this here podcast, we also appreciate a good die roll. Uh, And we roll a die 20. (laughs) That's the weirdest way to say that we we appreciate a good die roll. And we roll a die 20 to see uh, which person brings their topic forth to this good old wooden table with a microphone on top of it. Um, Busting out some old King's English with that one. Yield table rolling. <laughs> to see who goes first with their topic. And since I'm starting, I'm going to roll first. And Jesus, be with me because my <sighs> rolls have been shit for In- the past, like, five episodes. In Jesus' name. Dude. 17. Whoa. I rolled a 17. Oh, my God. Guys, it's above eight. Yay, dude. I literally, I thought the same thing. I thought you were going to close out your sentence in prayer. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I rolled a 12. He rolled oh, a 12. Shit. I rolled a 12, guys. Why don't you roll hey, for Steven, us, Steven, go. Roll, right, guys. roll a 12. I'm roll Judah. Roll. Oh. Hey, I'm Justice. And I'm Steven. And this we're brothers. And, this, and, and Steven's going to make a roll. I'm making a die <laughs> roll. Um... 12. <gasps> it's no a contested way. roll. Oh, okay, oh. Steven. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. Cue in, cue in, cue in uh, uh, epic, epic electric guitar solo. Wow. All right. All right. So Just cool, as good. Just, Just as good. Starting off strong with a 10. <gasps> Steven, oh, please roll. Oh, you have faltered. Steven is rolling now for a one. God! Fuck! Oh, yeah, I rolled a... <laughs> I roll a one. <laughs> so... Nice. Okay. That was pretty hey. cool. Hey, guys. Hey, man. That's my topic. Really? And I'm kind of glad my topic is first because I don't know if I have the fucking energy to not go first today. Yeah. So... <laughs> shout out to my babe, Ellery, is the first thing that I wrote. Um, love you, babe. Hope you're doing good. Where are you? <laughs> I'm so lonely. Cannot sleep. Cannot. Okay, anyways. Does he say lonely or sorry? Don't know. That's why I cut it there, because I don't know the lyrics. Oh, okay. Um, uh, shout out to my babe, Ellery. Um, she happens to work at a place called Scobby Dobby. Let me check with her really quickly if she's okay with me saying where Can she works. Have, like done this before we even started. Well, she gave me some stories to say, so yeah. shut up. So this is like unacceptable on a professional level. Well, hey, can I say something? <laughs> There are a lot of fucking Hobby Lobbies, okay? That's weird enough. <laughs> there are a lot of Even them. if we said it was a 
I mean, who's gonna know? <laughs> He's doing a bit, dude. Hi, you're on the podcast. Um, are you okay with me saying where you work? Not like the specific location, but like. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Dude, listen. He's trying to hold back his Her baby poor... voice. No, shut up. He's trying to. He's like, you can hear it. Her he's poor... like, baby. That's baby. what he wants to do. Whoa. You can hear it. No. Doxing Judo on the podcast. She's pitiful. She doesn't have her voice right now. Oh, I say, hi. say hi. Say <laughs> hi. Oh, oh, no. It's so bad. She only has to oh, no. whisper. It's so sad. <laughs> okay. I love you. Enjoy enjoy whatever you're watching. I love you. Okay. <laughs> oh, that is, oh, my word. Okay. Oh, what do you pity your girlfriend? And then she starts talking. He's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. it's so sad." No, no, I would say it's just baby voice. That's what I was saying. Hey, you, you were holding back. I can listen. Hear you know the woo woo. Hey, so got the got the confirmation that I can in fact say where she works because she gave me these. Um, she gave me these things to do. Uh, she gave me some stories, uh, and she was like, "Hey." I was like, hey. Although I said, hey, first. It doesn't matter. I said, hey, and then she said, hey. And I was like, hey, can you, um, hey, can you give me an idea for the podcast? I just got off of work, like I do every single time. Honestly, Ellery should be the one on the podcast at this point because she's giving me motivation and drive to actually do it sometimes because I get off of work and I'm like, you know? And, uh, it just so happened to be when I thought we were recording, but now I've had time to prepare, and I already did all my research, so I didn't prepare anymore. So, have you ever thought like, about like going to bed at a decent time? I go to bed at eleven. That's not a decent time, dude. Tell that to yourself. What you Shut up. You go to bed at like two a.m. and oh, no, it's I, not two a.m. It's have, twelve at the latest. I have work at five. Let me go to bed at four. <laughs> <laughs> Get an hour of sleep and then go work in a warehouse. Yeah. So, my girlfriend works at Hobby Lobby, and she was talking about cultist activity in the sense that people fan fangirl and are almost borderline cultish over certain items in stores. And she does a lot of shopping, and so... How do you, what do you mean? In that, like, how, what is I'll she explain. Mean? Oh, okay. okay. So uh, I wrote down Ellery Story, Hobby Lobby, crows, and seasonal items. So apparently, um, in the words of Ellery, she says, We have these little black crows that are ugly, but people are obsessed with them. People go ravenous and crazy over these crows that are in our fall department or seasonal department. We only get a small amount that come in our trucks that we have to sell for that season. And after they're sold out, we can't order any more. Um, they're usually like only 20 packages of crows per year. So like when an order comes in, there's only 20 of them. Like 20 crows? Yeah, basically 20 packages. And I think they come in three now because they realize people oh. like them. But, so 60 um, crows. Yeah. Ah. She said there's a Facebook page called Hobby Lobby Fanatics with a bunch of people talking about sales and crows. What the Holy fuck? shit. Um, Why? Here's one of the stories. She said, people call in and ask to put crows on hold, which we shouldn't do, really. Someone called it in and put it on hold in the morning. 
She said she wasn't there, but it was at her store. She said then the shift changed, and they accidentally gave the crow to the wrong person. Then we ran out of crows entirely that day. Oh, my God. The person then that asked to put the uh, crow on hold came in and was furious that they didn't hold it for her. She didn't leave, and she was cussing them out and screaming, and they eventually had to call the cops on the lady. What the fuck? Over a crow? Yeah. So, wait, is it like, is it ceramic or like glass? Um, we'll or is it like the, a... We'll look up the Hobby Lobby crow yeah. so I Dude, can show you. please do. And send it to Steven, too, so we can put it is in she, the... Is she like a legit, like, Satanist? Who's like, that's like, not, has dude, having crow decorations that's around That's not Halloween. a Satanist thing. That's yeah, I've seen a, these before. Sorry, I don't right. know it's why people Karen like thing. these. It's a Karen it's, thing. It's just like a decor thing. I see. guess it could be a Satanist thing, but I doubt Satanists are going to. They're $25 for three crows on Amazon. Come on. Dude, this is so weird. I've never even heard of this. What is going on with, what What are oh, people? Oh, you're shitting me. I Little wooden crows, I've seen those before. Bro, a lady decided that she was going to cuss out employees for so long they had to call the police over that. That you could make in a couple of seconds. Let me, let me let, let, let's be clear for the audience while they're listening so they don't have to wait for the context <laughs> photo to come out. Bro. I mean, I'll, 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 po- I'll, I'll post it, like, shortly after yeah, the yeah. episode releases, but, like, that is, like, a cartoon-looking crow. That's not even a detailed, well-made-looking crow. Yeah. That's, like, a... A, 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 a child s- could have made it. That's very simple and well, simplistic. And I will say, it's kind of cute. It is. But not... I would not... If I asked to put it on hold, <clears throat> fair enough that I would be upset if I asked to put anything on hold and they accidentally gave it away. True. But at the same time, it's an accident. Whatever, you know? Fuck mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I would never... And I think they cuss thought... Cuss somebody out over that. I think they thought it was a lady who had put it on right, hold. Yeah. If they asked about it, you know? Uh, story number two. She said, she said, I don't know why, but Hobby Lobby has a whole aisle dedicated to the Grinch. And we already have our trees for Christmas out for the year, uh, this year. This year, oh, we had... Oh, dude, it's August. Dude, I know. I was I went in oh. there, and it was already, like, Christmas stuff. What? Yeah, people are fucking weird at Hobby Lobby. Not her, her though. She's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. This <laughs> Whatever year, you say, dude. We can have a problem. <laughs> this year, we had a new Grinch-themed tree, and the top curled over, like... You know how you know the the you the know mountain. the style of it, yeah. Um, so you can put like an ornament, so it like looked like it was weighing the tree down. Yeah, we had seven of them, and they sold out in a week. And normally people wait until the trees are on sale so they can get a better deal. But people were literally calling about these trees, going crazy about them. The Grinch trees, and they were like green. They were Grinch colored trees, dude. I don't the know Grinch if I trees, handle all that. The Grinch trees were 200 to $250. And these women had their husband coming in and asking for their wives if they had these trees in stock. <laughs> which is a lot like the Ray Dunn cult. Um, What's wait, that? What? The Ray Dunn cult is what we're leading into. Oh, it was the okay, first thing. Okay. It was the first thing that she mentioned. And you have for sure seen the Ray Dunn stuff. Because I didn't... I'd always seen pictures of it, and I didn't know that that's what it was. It's a cult? <laughs> Dude, these cups, that certain font, 
You've seen the one. Is Dude, the that's name. just white woman Instagram mug. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. For sure as hell, it's white woman stuff. That's it's crazy, white woman trash. Dude. That's what it is. Oh, my gourd. Wow. That now feels... we're doxing white women on the podcast. Yes, we are. Dude, I will I will dox. You mean just like beefing with? Hmm. I will beef with every white woman on the planet. All right. I, no, I don't you know think what? this I, is I fair. So we're starting off. It says, what is Ray Dunn? Ray Dunn was founded uh, in 1995. Ray Dunn was her name. She had worked as a waitress before discovering her passion for ceramics. Be- uh, yeah, for ceramics. Okay. Hey, can I just put it out there? To all the possible female listeners that are like listening to our broadcast right now, we're making very bold statements here, and I'm just going to say that really... I'm, I'm sticking to these bold us, statements. Well, no, but I'm just saying us three brothers, when we say white women, <clears throat> what we really mean, We've all been in the customer service in- industry. It's Karens. It was straight up. Yes. We're, we're talking about Karens because we have had, all three of us have had very nasty interactions with Karens. Yes. And unfortunately, they just happen to all be white women. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Every Karen I've met to date has been a angry white woman. Yep. Um, quotes. Uh, these are some quotes about what people have said about Ray Dunn. Okay. Karen Nectar. <laughs> an adult version of the Beanie Babies craze. And the Lulu the Lula row of ceramics. I don't know what that means, but I also don't know what that means. Somebody does. Um somebody out there listen to that and yeah. they're like, oh, so true. But we'll start <coughs> off by <coughs> oh, oh man, excuse me. I found a couple articles, so I might be flip flopping between them. That's fine. The first one starts off by saying, if you've been to any home goods, TJ Maxx or Marshalls recently, you've undoubtedly seen a plain white mug or jar with the phrase on them like coffee, please, or cocoa. <laughs> While browsing in the home goods, I remember seeing a jar that said cotton balls on it and thinking, that's oddly specific. All these products have the very telling font. They're Ray Dunn. You know, that long – well, you'll see. If it's, you follow our Instagram, It you'll looks see. like pinning, like they took a pen and wrote it in. Yeah, it just looks very basic. I've got so many context photos to put with this one oh, episode. Yeah. Um, they're Ray Dunn, a ceramics company known for its distinct designs and distinct following. Somehow this company has attracted a cult following with shoppers desperate to get Ray Dunn products, which are sold exclusively at TJ Maxx stores, I think, I think. And the company that owns Home Goods, so Home uh, Goods and TJ Maxx, yeah. Marshalls, that all that stuff. Even Ray Dunn herself referred to the culture around her brand as a weird phenomenon. The Ray Dunn cult is composed of super fans, primarily, primarily Whoa. suburban moms who are known as Ray Dunn hunters or Ray Dunnies. Oh my god. They communicate primarily through Facebook groups with names such as Ray Dunn Newbies or Ray Dunn Addicts. Many of these groups have tens of thousands of members where they talk about Ray Dunn and give advice for scoring certain pieces of merchandise. This is not real, dude. When I searched Ray Dunn on Facebook, the first group that came up was called Ray Dunn Addicts in all caps, Buy, Sell, and Trade. And it currently has 54,000 members. Dude. Hold on. Hold on. What? I'm doing it right now. This I'm group right now. was private, but I found a public one called Ray Dunn Lovers with a heart face emoji. 
has over 2,000 members. <laughs> Dude. It's an endless feed of pictures of Ray Dunn merchandise that people are selling, including a house-shaped piggy bank that says Dunn Fund and a plant spritzer that says Thrive. Ray Dunn really makes everything. <laughs> I even saw a baby shirt that says Red, White, and Cute. Dude, I feel like these husbands are, like, wanting to kill themselves <laughs> with it's... all the Ray Dunn merch in how their you, house. How do you spell this? Ray is R-A-E. Dunn is D-U-N-N. I knew it, dude. I've seen this before. I've seen that um, word, that says name. You'd, you'd never expect people who would physically fight over a $7 mug. But Ray Dunn seasonal mugs bring out a different side of the Dunnies. When these coveted items come out, women line up si- outside of a store. Then when it r- opens, run to the shelves to grab the products as fast as they can. Even if they have to run others over, they fight they literally physically fight people over a ceramic mug that says blessed on it. Do you guys wanna like do you guys wanna like fuck with some Karen? Oh, dude, I've got some, some story like Dude, I'll I'll get to that. Oh Ooh. hey, here, Judah, this is for you. Have here the tea. Go. Oh god, it's your <laughs> fucking skin. Yeah, Justice <laughs> is shedding like molting or, or or shedding his skin like a snake. Dude, I um, look I feel like a reptile right now. It says, besides the seasonal items, there are rare pieces such as the oink pig, a pig-shaped can with the word oink written on it, and that that also cause a stir. Dunnies even go as far as tracking TJ Maxx orders in order to find these rare pieces, as sometimes only a few will go to each home goods. Since these items are rare, their resale value is high. Two pigs retailed for $17.00 but have a resale value of $250. Holy shit! So, but Dunnies aren't always in it for the money for themselves. But Dunnies aren't always in it for the money. For them, the satisfaction of finding a rare piece is sometimes enough. Um, yeah. So this, like, it's collecting. Okay. This is so collecting it's side like, of things. It's, Dude, yeah, it's like collecting for an exclusive, white Karens. For an ex- Karens. An exclusive teapot with the word chirp on it is $1,200 on eBay. What the An- fuck? Another hard-to-find teapot with the word tea on it was listed for $885. Guys, we've been missing it out on a market. We need to um, go to Home Depot right fucking now. <laughs> and that's Bro. a steal because the same teapot is $1,400 on another website. Dude, I could beat up some Karens for, for these. A set of nine... <laughs> A set of nine rare canisters goes for one thousand three hundred dollars. What? And what is probably like sixty bucks. Now, now hold on, Hobby hold Bo. on. Some of sometimes it, Bo, answer Bo. answer me this. Answer me this. What? Sometimes some of these are like frozen prices. You know what I mean? Where they get up to a certain point that nobody's gonna buy them. Are I they doubt selling? It. I guarantee you, they're selling them. It's like you know, how people sell. It's Pokemon cards for white middle-aged women. It's like any yeah. kind of people will buy that. It's it's the NFTs of for Karens. <laughs> these yeah. are Karen NFTs. It, it, it's the same. You've definitely thing. seen these. Oh yeah, oh. that's like any like that. I I swear I've seen all of those in a Pinterest or, post. Yes, at some or point. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Somebody's Instagram look, with the here's my assorted countdowns. Look, I can't being the collector myself. I'm kind of like the collecting person out of the three of us. Judah kind of collects too. So yeah. you and I, Judah, you and I have well. It's just definitely not me. Okay. The thing is, there's collecting and wanting high, like, trade and wanting to at least get something that's, like, worth something so you can resell it. And then you're a fucking dick. 
who's going right. to, like, bulldoze over people so you can make that $1,000. Dude, it's so I weird. Know. I think apparently the fall collection is um, yeah, really popular, too. Yeah. yeah. Of course it is. They have panties. They make panties. That's oh, weird. boy. That's uh, they know who their target audience is. Guys, what would I mean, you do? Cl- hey, what okay, would you let's do? be fair. What would you do? Let, hear me out. What would you do if you get... Well, Steven, you can't... Well, okay, you guys can't relate to this. I really can't say it. Never mind. What were you going to say? No, you guys can't relate to this. No, but like, go for it anyway. Say it. Okay, all right. So you get with a lady, right? You guys oh. have a really good date. It's a What really are you good... talking about? We can't relate to this. I well, have a lady. Not currently. But like, really I'm saying, I get with my lady. I'm saying. And we have a really good day. This is, yeah. But, okay. Today anyways, is our anniversary, anyways, dude. You're like, oh, yeah. happy anniversary. Yeah, thank you. A year? No. Oh. Four months. Damn, dude. I was like, I, I was like, how has it been a no year way. already? No. Okay, so here it is. You get with a lady and you have a really good date and you take her home and you, you guys start getting hot and heavy. And mm. she's like, give me uno momento. And she takes her clothes off. And you see Ray Dunn lingerie. <laughs> she's wearing Ray Dunn lingerie. And then you and take it one step like, further. And then it's like cutie on the strap or something. Huh? What would you say? And then you pull out your Ray Dunn condom. Let, let me be clear. Yeah, and you're like, says, I got it. I got it, Bay. And you pull I, out. <laughs> I'm going to kind of neutralize this all. Yeah. Because up until now, Judah, Justice, and me, I guarantee you none of us in this room knew about Ray Dunn specifically until just now. I wouldn't have – I would have seen it and been like, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd be like, why is that? But here's – But now we know. Here's the kicker. Here's the catch. You look a little bit closer and it's actually like – Ceramic. It's not. Oh my it god! Isn't cloth or anything? She's wearing a like, chastity. <laughs> yeah, it's you like it, you can tap on it and it goes ding 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 ding. Oh my god! Okay. Um. Oh. Yeah. That would be uh, another website. No, no, no. Let's keep going with this. Wait, no, uh, no. I'm uh, kidding. I'm <laughs> sorry. It's a little bit uncomfortable. Um. In a series – this is another website. In a series of TikToks, other employees mentioned Ray Dunn women loitering, loitering literally all day from store open to store closed, waiting to leap on any new boxes that came out from the storage Ooh. area. Never mind. I can't do this. Calling Bro. corporate to accuse workers of stealing and breaking things on purpose so that they could have the good pieces, sucking up to, tattling on, bumping into, and intimidating employees, ripping open boxes and op- – Ripping boxes open and making messes as the employees tried to push carts through the aisles, arguing with each other and other customers of the stores, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods. Dude. Um, the customers also piped in to say that they had been harassed by these women, too, for daring to pick up key Ray Dunn pieces. Bro, I would, I would quit so fast Here if are, I was working at a place like that. I think I'll finish it off by some post like there are some comments i think on some tiktoks that say holly says i found a purple toxic mug the other day for my mom and a lady came up to me and told me it was hers and tried to take it out of my cart oh Oh, hell no yeah dude joseph says when i worked at home goods we would we purposefully hid them throughout the store like easter eggs because they were because they got so aggressive 
Yes. I would fucking yes. do that, dude. That is awesome. Let's go, Holy Joseph. Shit. Let's go, Joseph. Peyton said not to interact and get stuck on raid on TikTok, but this is 100% true and happens every single truck day. They just stand there and race hell for 10 hours. Oh, 10 hours? Dude. Savannah says, in my store, if anyone asks about that stuff, we have to immediately get a manager, and the only managers <gasps> can talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Dude. Uh, yeah. Tara said, girl, we have had to talk to them in the mornings before we open the stores and have to remind them. No running, no hitting, no blocking aisles. That This is insanity. Rachel said, I talked to someone at Marshall's about this today. They confirmed this does happen. Kelly says, people at her store were showing up at 4 a.m. about a month ago for Halloween stuff. Kenley said, I used to work at Marshall's and this was real. We were trained to answer I don't know to any questions about Ray Dunn. Is this a fucking competition for some people? Dude, Dude it's is, like Pokemon cards. This is weird, but Jazz, Pokemon fans don't do this shit. Jazz said, OMG, I work at Marshalls, and we now aren't allowed to open boxes with Ray Dunn in it or check if we have any left for any customer. Wow. Maddie said, I used to work at Marshalls, and just looking at that godforsaken cart, I knew that it was Ray Dunn, and my pulse skyrocketed. Oh. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm sure I can find videos of women fighting over Radon online, but I don't want to look at that shit. Uh, that that's like repulsive. That human beings would act like that to other human beings for a for a item that you can drop two feet off the ground and break. Yeah. Nasty. Gross. That's disgusting. just like why would you do that to anybody else and yourself? You know? Ugh. So weird. Well, that was my topic. Okay, sorry. I had to look this up real quick. Oh, yeah. I I didn't mean to seem out of there for a second, but I had to know who fucking owns this business. Yeah, Radon. It's Radon. Yeah, I told you. She's still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, she is rolling. Oh, yeah. I bet she's living it up. Hold on. I want to know her net worth. Oh, my God. Dude, she has a a brand deal with the TJ. It's called, I think it's called TJX. But it's TJ Maxx, Home Goods, like Marshalls, the, you know, yeah. like all the white women's stores. <laughs> and I like TJ Maxx because I think they have some good clothes. And I think Marshalls is good. I haven't been Bro. to Home Goods. I think I admire the stores and I could go in it and look around and yeah. find some clothes. But the fact that these women are pining for ceramics. Like foaming at the mouth, yeah. it seems, to get these items. What? Dude, can, can we, we guess? guess? Can we ridiculous. guess? Yeah, you want to guess, guess? What's her net worth? Three hundred million. No, I think it's in the trillions. Oh, I think low, it's low, 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 low. Oh, dude, no way. Nobody, nobody in America is a trillionaire. Yes, this is a, no. There are not trillionaires. There yes. are billionaires. Oh, um, I would say like twenty million. Wow! No way! Did he? Fuck? Did you hit it? Dude, Wait, really? Right on the dot. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right on the dot, and she makes like around like a million dollars a year. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Uh, yeah. For not <laughs> for making something that looks like that. You know what? Honestly, dog shit. That's not as much as I was expecting. It's not dog shit. It's like it's a unique look. So she's been doing know. it for it around twenty bland. something years now. I think since nineteen ninety five. Uh, okay, so she's made a little. Well, she's been a ceramist. She's been a ceramist at least for nine, since 1995. <laughs> she went ceramist. to college for it, I think. Interesting. Yeah. God, she has a degree in it. She makes money. Stupid. You know what isn't stupid? This ad that we're about to hear. Bazinga. 
Hello, everyone. How are you? How are you? How are you? Same. Listen, you've been listening to this episode for 20 minutes now, and so have I. And I asked myself, where else can I, like, find these guys? Well, I know the answer, even though I asked myself that, and I'm willing to share it with all of you. You can find the boys here in TBOB at Instagram, at TBOBcast. You can find us on Spotify, which is probably what you're listening to us on now. But we're, but we are also on Amazon Music and Apple Podcasts, which is, I think, also iTunes, and many more, like some Google Bot thing, Google Cast. I don't really know what that one is. Or you can go straight to the source at rss.com and find TBOB. Three brothers, one brain cell. Wherever you are, in your car, on your phones. Thank you, and have a good day. So everybody, as you all know now, by this point, it's my topic. Hey, is it your topic? Uh, Wow. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> and guess what? What? I hey. have a topic. Is what is a topic? What is it? What is it? I have one. Please guys, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't do no topic again. Don't worry. I have Justice, one. don't do that. Don't worry, guys. Please don't do that. I have a topic. Don't do that. And I'm have it right now. Justice. No, I'm just kidding. I actually I about do to have say, a topic. So <laughs> I, uh, it was actually like a couple months ago I watched this, but I was just thinking about it recently. Uh, have you guys ever watched Survivor? No. No? Maybe it's not Survivor, but it's like it was one of these the shows The one that Dad watches? Survival something. Yeah. Where they like put women and men separate or like they No, just... where you just have like, you just have a bunch, people are sent out. Well, I mean, there are different variants, but the one that I watched- you put these people who are semi-trained in outdoors surviving, and okay. you let them survive for as long as they possibly can by themselves. They each get, like, a little mini kit of things and, like, one personal item that they can take with them. Yeah. Every, every single one of them brings dildos, and it's crazy. Yeah? That's their personal item, yeah. Are you sure about that? No, that's a lie. They don't okay. do that. Uh, but... It's, it's very entertaining to watch, and I thought of something that we can all discuss together, uh, maybe work out a scenario, and if all Uh-oh. of us, if all three of us were put just out in the wild, away from everything, what would be our strengths and our weaknesses in surviving? The three of us together, okay. and I want us to really discuss this. Yeah, dude. What what would we all bring to the table in a survival situation? But first, before we get into it, we have to figure out where. Mm. Where would we be dropped? What would make sense? Oh, well, the answer's on your phone for a randomizer chart. Dude, you're so right. I honestly, honestly, the shield helicarrier. (laughs) Realistically, the, the, um, smoking mountains would be, yeah, yeah, like far up North Carolina mountains. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, that's not cool. I say we okay. do the randomizing turd. Mm. Okay. Um. Okay. Los Angeles, California there would be go. a harrowing event. Here we go. Spinning. Where to be? Where it be? Okay, that the not first a, step. A single wide, a single wide trailer. <laughs> a single wide trailer. How will we ever survive in a basement? Ew. Okay, in a swamp. Oh, well, this is kind of. Are we actually going to so, go with this? Okay, so like, are we? I guess like Louisiana. No, Australia. Just outbacks. Outback Swamp. Have you seen? Like that's no. like the most dangerous part. Dude, I didn't know Australia Gita. had swamps. Yeah. Can we just say? Can we just say a regular ass swamp and not the most dangerous one out there? No, Australia the regular is, one is bad Australia. enough. Australia is death city, dude. Yeah. Imagine how fucking hot and miserable that is. Yep. Hold no, on. we would just die. Yeah, I don't no. think there's any survival there's no, in there. No, no yeah. swamps. Swamps bad. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Let's just say. Let's just start simple. Okay. Regular standard woods. You're, we get lost in uh, a wilderness. Yeah. In Georgia. Wow. Like Georgia wilderness, but you're so far away from finding any civilization. So that some you would have say to survive. That's up towards like the mountains, right? Like the Rocky Mountains. Oh, is this no? Not, I'm not saying mountains. There, it's not like mountains. It's hilly, like in Georgia. Okay. But you're just—it's just woods, standard woods. Yeah, so you've I know. Got mm. I know. Regular deer and fucking what? Probably black bears mm. sometimes. <clears throat> like Raccoons, possums, skunks, yeah. coyotes, 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 rabbits, mice, uh, lions, lions. Really? vultures, mountain lions. Not really. Not, it would no. be mountain lions. Okay, um, so foxes. given all of that, you know, regular trees, pine trees, whatever. Yeah. What I want, See, I want to hear what your just one strength that you would bring to the table. I can bring to the table. Yeah. Uh, do we get to bring a personal item with us? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So we get, so realistically, what we would have on our person Yes, if we were to get lost in the woods. I I think I would have a backpack with, like, items in it. <laughs> I think I I'd have, have a full survival kit on me. I have a flare and, uh... You would have... I think I'd usually carry a year's worth of rations with this me. This is, like, <laughs> Dwight. Do you remember yeah. the episode on The Office where Dwight was, like, playing Desert Island with him? And he was like, uh, and yes. inside the book, I would have this cut out, yes, like, instead yeah. of... Yeah. Yes. yes that's um, what I sounded like. But like one singular item that I would realistically have on yeah. my person, I would actually have. No, because I really don't carry it on me. I was gonna say knife, but I really don't carry my knife on me. I would actually I would have, have a knife. I have a knife, and I would probably realistically bring it out, bring it out into the woods if we were gonna go on like a super long. Yeah. Hike or something like that. I so I I would say I did take my knife on a super long hike. Would like you say we went, that, that is we your went personal to Blue Ridge, item, though? When we went to Blue Ridge, that's what I did bring. So you would bring – your one item would be knife. Yes, my my okay. deer antler knife that is serrated. Gotcha. Dude, so what I don't about know, you? The only thing I really carry on me is um, car keys and wallet. So Stephen brings his car keys. And wallet. Mini knife. I, mean, I guess yeah, we're all I mean, bringing knives. Metal. Yeah, there you go. But when I, I go out in the no, wilderness, I wouldn't, but I like, don't have knives. I, I would probably just bring like a fucking stick or something. I don't really bring like a walking stick. Yeah, 
Maybe you maybe said, a tent because I do have a tent. So I might I would okay, my personal item would be a tent. How about that? You have a knife, I have a tent. So that's shelter for the most part. We have a framework oh, of a tent. Hold on. So is the personal item knowing we're about to be in the wilderness? I guess yeah, so. My yeah, assumption, we like my assumption like we're going on a trip and we got stranded. Yeah, we're going out into the woods, but then we get a little we get like a thousand oh. miles away from anybody and now we're all of a sudden lost. Well you know. I bring my car. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I bring my vehicle. <laughs> I drive my car through the woods. Do you know how many deer I could potentially hit <laughs> if I don't get stuck? <laughs> All right. So what's well, yours? My what personal you item. Yeah. Uh, so your tent. Judah would be knife. Um, damn. It's kind of hard to think about. I know. Like, just I'm, what you I'm have. going through everything that would be, like, realistic that uh, I would actually bring with me. I'm trying to think of something that you would have. I know. Phone. I know. Cell phone. <laughs> I bring my cell phone. For survival, my phone's not going to be fucking useful. Well, you got, like... Because we're stuck in the wilderness. Yeah. You got songs that you've saved. It's pretty cool. I mean, we get to listen to that for like the first day before your phone dies. Ah, I'm not gonna bring my ukulele. Never mind. I was gonna say I'd bring my ukulele, but that just uh, attract predators. You'd be the bard of the group. I'd be the bard who'd get us all killed. Um, <laughs> just alluring in all the predators in our area. I'd say knife, honestly. Uh, you would bring your ukulele. Yeah. No. My knife. Okay. I said my knife. knife. Okay, so we both bring knives. I would not bring my ukulele in survival. I, I would say having two knives is probably good. Yeah. And my knife is bigger. That's yeah. It. You really just trying to make that a fucking size comparison? I would say that yours is pretty average. Yeah. Maybe a little bit below average, size-wise. You bought the knife for me, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, your buck knife. Well, yeah. actually, it's like, dude, Shit. that is a pretty cool knife. Oh, man, yeah. I like it. No, my knife's it's like a, a $5 Walmart. No, sorry, mine is the... um. Um, I have like the nice. Uh, what's it oh, called? Sorry. Nice. I'm so sorry. I have a Damascus blade. That's I al- what you got. I me. also have a Damascus so- knife. Oh, it's really? Like, it's a third of the size. It's a third of the size. Okay, yeah, so right. that all, all of that out of the way. All of that out of the yes. way. Yes, we are. It's midday, first day. Okay. Well, maybe in the last second of this. Is it like ten minutes? I just like want to know. Day? I just want to know what what is your strength? Like, what would you be doing most? In the survival situation, first of all, dude, I take that back. I'm bringing a lighter with me. <laughs> oh yes, dude, I'm bringing a yeah. lighter with me. I just realized none of us know how to start a fire, and I know now. Me, I do know we do not know how to rat like easily uh, start a fire without some sort of match. Or I, lighter. Do. I do, I do, I do. Have you no, done it? No. There you go. But like, <laughs> oh, dude, you're right. I'm the fire. I've done though. it. No one's done it. I don't know if in a survival situation I would be able to, I even under pressure. I don't mean to brag, but I did start a fire on Blue Ridge Mountain while it was windy as fuck and snowing outside. With a lighter, though? With a lighter, yes. Yeah, so we're saying without one. Like, if he That's did why I'm not... saying I'm bringing a lighter. Yes, I'm saying with the lighter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, then we're fine. No, I'm I... saying I'm the fire guy. Okay, so, you're be... so you would mm. be, like, cooking and fire and... Yeah, but also, like... 
kind of foraging and hunting too because yeah. I'm, I'm the only one out of the brothers who ever got a hunting permit before and never a license okay, but yeah well i definitely would not like to kill animals i'll, yeah. I'll i don't think i would be able to do that i Holy would be shit. able to only in that situation yeah i think i could too like i would be able to stomach it we'd have to yeah do but you like, know anything just... about botany I don't know anything about botany. Relatively, yeah, yeah. I know the bare minimum. But then, like, if I saw a berry, I would probably just eat it. No, I no. wouldn't because I don't trust myself. No, I mean, like, yeah, but I'm saying, like, <clears throat> if I were, if we were to, for some reason, choose the foraging route, then I would just see a berry and be like, "That looks edible," <laughs> and I would, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we should not do that. I'm not good with identifying mushrooms either. So. Yeah, just like stick with the basic white caps. Would be and the, if we're my Ava, my wife would know. Yeah. Dude, she's but a unfortunately she's not with fanatic. us. Unfortunately, she's not with us oh, in this. Dude, yeah. should be. I'm honest to God, dude. I Ava know. would be a life saving key for us because we could literally live off mushrooms and yeah, be okay. She would. We would just I eat think, mushrooms. <laughs> first of all, would be set up the tent and yeah. then acquire pine straw. So I would. Okay. I would say, I would set up the home. Because I've done that a lot, actually. I've done. The, I've set up a lot of little huts. So and this stuff. is all day one stuff. We don't have blankets or sure, anything. Yeah. Well, I would find, dude. I would get some shit. We would skin some animals. Yeah. How are we, we gonna so catch some animals? Uh, hold on. Let's backstep that a little okay, bit. Okay. Okay. We start the day, early morning. Okay. You all have right. a knife. You and have a tent. We're all. I have knowing. a lighter. We're like, okay, we got to get serious about survival. Yes, we're getting. We're going all over the place. This conversation. Let's take it yeah. back, and we're starting. Okay. And now let's process from start to whenever we die in the wilderness. Yeah, 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 yeah. How are we starting? Okay. And I know we discussed it, but like we kind of we're going from start to future yeah. to start to future. We need to I process. Say start is it's 8 a.m. The sun is just shining through the trees. We are in a minor cleared area. We've just wrecked off of an obscure back road. Yeah, Cannot and then the all, car of sudden, all of a sudden the car's gone and there is no road to follow. Yeah, and we're all and just it, out in the middle yep. of nowhere. So it is a beautiful day. You know, sun yeah. is shining, no signs of clouds, and it's just nice. I would definitely start with setting up. I would set the tent as a foundation yes. and build off of that with, I would be making the house is what mm-hmm. I would be doing. And that would be probably my entire day, if not the next two or three Why days. Why are we making a house? To survive in. We have a tent. No, I mean, dude, a hut. A hut. I just say house. I'm not saying I'm building an actual fucking log cabin, which I could. I know how to. So, like, maybe, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to build, like, like a nice, solid foundation of a home, and that'll probably be me for three days. I'm doing the house. Oh, okay. So we're, we know we're going to be hunkering down here for yes. indefinitely. Yes. We're setting up to survive. Gotcha. So what do you do, Steven, to set us up for success? Um, I guess we uh, probably prepping. Since you know about hunting, I guess you would be the one yeah. looking for uh, food. Like since I have the lighter, I'm the fire would, guy. Huh? I'm the fire guy. But you know about hunting, so you would be the one hunting with your knife, and I would have to be the one gathering wood <clears throat> for the fire. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to be the fire guy because I have the lighter. Well, I would, I would, we would probably have to, I, 
Uh, you know what? I honestly feel like we would do a lot of switching out. You know what right. I mean? Like one person does some one thing one day. The next day, we're gonna have somebody else doing some other thing. Got to figure out our water situation. Absolutely. More importantly than food. Be perfectly Dude, honest. Right. Would we you're really right. all split up, or would we all three work on the same task? Honestly, during the day, we probably like would down. split up, dude. I would say we would split up really? daytime, but at night, we might all start working on the house I would kind of force us to split fire. up during the daytime, dude. Dude, at nighttime, we shouldn't be doing anything except hunkering down that tent. Yeah, you're right. You okay, me? something <laughs> that I've learned from watching Survival is how important conserving your energy and fat is. Yep. Because the more, the more output you do without intake... You are like just doomed to fail. These people are like burning up all their energy without even trying to find a food supply. That's why it is probably smarter if we split up and we have one person doing one thing, one person looking for food, the mm-hmm. other person looking for water. That way we cover everything during the day and then at nighttime we, we get actual we sleep rest. rest. Yeah. yeah. So because that's when predators are out and about anyway. And uh, honest to God, we only have a buck knife on us. So, so. who would be the best at First off, setting up animal traps and lures. And second... It'd have to be Judah. I could find a way. I guess you would be the... So you would be the butcher. Yeah. And you would... Uh, hey, you know, and fishing is also, if we were to find like a... I'm good at makeshift fishing. Dude, I've fish... I've caught many animals, many fish with my hands. But fish, fish are like... so much simpler, though, to con- like, like to eat, to gut, to like... Skin and everything. Fish yeah. are like simpler than mammals. But that's only if we can find a place with reliable fishing. You know, like if we just well, find in a Georgia, creek, we do have big lakes. Let's not forget water. So I think before we even start on housing or anything, one of us needs to find a water source. One of us needs to find a food source. Well, and the other needs to be gathering wood for wasn't fire. Wasn't the first prompt a swamp? So there would be a swamp near us if we're in Georgia. Dude, water. No, I'm talking you know, about swarm, fish and like alligators. We'd only find a creek. No, no, Realistically, yeah. so we'd only find a I creek said, or a pond. I took it back to we're just in standard Georgia woods. We'd only we only find a creek or a pond. That's the max we're probably going to find. Dude, if we found a pond, it would be pretty good. If we found a it's creek, water. drinking water is set. Yes. Because Mo- you can filter out creeks so creek. easily. Mm-hmm. And there are crawdads in creeks. So I think that True. would be the first thing simple to look for. Simple food. Getting yeah. simple food. Yeah. And then later finding ways to, even though they can be parasitic, bigger meals. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even then, it's simple. We like keeping it simple isn't terrible, especially when yeah. it comes to survival. But we need a way of transporting the water or finding our way back to the creek. True. Getting like right. trails set up because we have no trails. We have no Tupperware. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Any um, any modern day <clears throat> amenities. Right. There is a way to like filter it. So I guess, I you can make. I did learn how to make a natural filter for water. Really? Yeah. With like a t-shirt? It's, it's, you can already, you can boil it, but we can't really boil it with our supplies. So you don't have anything. We can um, get like a fire. We'll see, that's we could why make, I would Well, Georgia be... has clay. And that's what I'm saying is you could we can make, make clay, clay we can make, can make a clay And you can pot. just bake that out in the sun. You don't even well, need yeah, like. But I'm saying, listen, hear me out. Hold on. Steven starts the fire. I go find the creek. Justice is setting up the tent. He's finding, like, pine straw to put in the bottom layer of the tent so we don't wake up soaked in dew. Steven is starting a fire, um, getting it to where it's smoldering, building it up, finding fallen trees so we can make charcoal. 
here's hold on. What, uh, uh, Wait, hold on. Let me. I'm gonna just gonna tweak your thing a little. So I would be <clears throat> able to gather everything we need for the house for fires. I would be like gathering wood, getting all the house set up mm-hmm. while. You look for food and shit, and then you look for water, I guess. You would kind of, guys would be looking together to see what the feel of the lay of the land is or whatever. Yeah. That way, by the time you guys get back, you have all the supplies you need to make a fire or whatever. Dude. Right there. What's up? I'm going to be honest. What will probably end up happening is we all three travel together to find a source of water. No, but we can't Steven, picture, we we gotta picture get, a tent right beside a source of water because that's get, immediately like predators and shit. We gotta get oh, through dude, the first... Yeah, that's like... Gotta get through the first night. First day, okay? So first day, Justice is doing house shit. Steven starts a fire. I find the creek. Find crawdads. Bring a rock back to the fire that's flat. Like I find a flat, kind of bigger rock. And, Steven, y'all find stones, and we kind of set up a little cooking flat. Mm. Start another fire where you're burning fallen trees to make charcoal. Um, Mm. Assuming we can fashion, like, bigger leaves, because we have bigger leaves in Georgia. um, Ish. Fashion it into, like, a containerish shape um, to where you can put, I think it's a layer of sand dirt and then charcoal and that's uh, like so a filter. It, it like filters the finer particles so charcoal like takes out some of the toxicity filters the larger particles in the water and then goes down through the different layers and then have like cotton so we rip off a portion of our our yeah. shirt and put it on the bottom and maybe just hold it and drink from that while we put the water in it and then later we can make um like cups or like a bowl out mm. of it and that way we can cook the crawfish on the stone top. And there we go. There we go. Dude. I think. That's pretty smart. I think we might. Well, we would probably die. Oh, most Without definitely. any kind of die. previous training or anything like that. But. I could not catch if, an animal with. If just, all three of us took some, like, actual survival training courses and shit, I think we would kind of, like, kill it out there. I think well, I mean, so, we, too. Well, I mean, it's simple. We've already learned some hard. stuff. It's just harder making it like because i cannot you cannot kill a deer with a knife like yeah like well we would have to make traps yeah for smaller animals too like yeah we would be eating raccoons and shit and that would require making rope out of stuff like that so yeah well that was the end of my time that was the end of my topic right there that was time so but that being said oh we need to determine how long will we be able to survive us now just off of that off of that, but how long will we be able to survive with the knowledge we know now then? A week max. Oh, I give us a little bit longer than that. <sighs> okay. I, I would say... We'd be pretty resilient. I would say almost a month. I don't think we'd make it a full month. Mm-mm. But I think we would kind of get close to a full month. Okay, let's start some beef. Go even further. Who do you think would die first? Ooh, damn, me. Do we? I don't say we talk about that. I think I would die. I think I would go first. I think I, dude. I think it's really a fifty-fifty chance on any of us. I'm saying just because I got less on me. Well, 
I just say, don't think I would be I'd able to, I'd say like, the factor, really, that any, how any of us would die is accidentally eating something poisonous. And then getting or an sick, animal, yeah. Or an animal, or a poisonous Dude, animal I think I'm the most likely to get mauled by an animal, watching, if I'm being honest. Okay. I'll say watching that survival show, what gets most of them, unforeseen sickness. Yep. They all they eat something, they do something, they yep. drink some water that was bad. It's they, not on the notion. They get too cold, they get too hot. It's just like boom, all of a sudden they're sick and they can't do anything about it. And that yeah. is why less than a month for us. Yeah. I, I just We're not proud. I think the max we could do is like is maybe twenty something days. That's yeah. bad. I think that's what we a could do. Over two weeks. Yeah. Dude, I'd say that's fair because yeah. we'd be able to make it for a little bit, but at the end of the day, like yeah. we're not we would, that prepared. We would be able to make it long enough to get maybe if people were looking for us to get help. You know, True. that's how long we would be SOS. able to make it. We would not be out there for like years or months on end, kicking it, and then or yeah, hell, we that's... could. Maybe we just don't know what we're capable yeah. of. And then we get in that survival situation, and we're like gods of, of like surviving. Instincts, yeah. Yeah, instincts kick in. You know what? I'm just going to say, you never know. Mm-hmm. That's it. Topic over. Hell yeah. Steven, take it over for Dude, me. Dude, we got so, we got up in arms a little bit in that one. Like, kind of like. Dude, that was the point. I knew um, we would get into we it. We got like, we got actually honed and locked in on that topic. Like, no, no, we're going to do it like this. We're yeah. going to do it like this. We have to do this. Oh, yeah. You guys are way more knowledgeable about this stuff than I am. Well, we it would become like a shared knowledge. At yeah. some point, we would all have like a our our one brain cell would kick in. We'd also we have to one. <laughs> have more mutual respect for each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I have mutual respect. No, for I'm just all saying. I was about like, to say, hold up. Well, with what we did, like, no, 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 shut up, listen. Like, oh yeah, that wouldn't in, be happening. In that, well, in that stressful situation, of course, it would happen like, a lot. We would be screaming. Yeah, we at would each probably other. yelling at each other, which would not be ideal for predators. Do you, could you imagine? We would probably fight it. I feel like the oh, first yeah. day you, we would all be like fighting each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, because we'd be freaking out. Dude. Oh it's yeah. Like a stressful it, situation. Yeah. And then we fight each other, and then we're gonna be like, okay, so someone's we'll gotta go out. get the, huh? As in, then we'd level out. Oh, dude, I yeah. thought you just looked at me and you were like, you're being a little loud. <laughs> no, no. Then we would level out. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What you yeah, were yeah. saying. All right, man. Get take it away, dude. Go for it. Baby. Okay. All right. Well, damn, Whoa. dude. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. That is like, that is a loud ass crack. Felt really good though. Man, that is a loud ass crack. <laughs> All <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so, hey everybody, welcome hey. to my topic. This hey. is Steven here. Hey, Steven. With my topic. I was gonna, so I scrapped a topic today. <clears throat> I was gonna go into like more ocean facts, sharks, and then I realized there was not enough substance for me to go on with that. So, I had a little imagination little the... pop in my brain. I was like, oh, shit, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, dude, tell that to people who do Shark Week every year. Make a whole fucking week You're out like, of it. like, fuck, there's not enough content to this. <sighs> All right, so what happened with your I creative little brain? So my creative little brain did a little, did a little, oh, you know what's something we can totally talk about? Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you and what we're going to discuss, and I'm going to give you stories about the worst live music performances uh, ever witnessed. Hey, I'll tell you about one. It was The Doors' Please. last performance, I believe. Was the it? Doors? The Doors. I know yeah. I, I know who's going to be so on here. The Doors, oh, yeah. or this band, they did um, the... You've... Hold on, dude. What? I'm just going to look it up and... 
tell you the song name, and you'll be like, oh, yes, The Doors. While you mm. do that, I, I'm going to go ahead and call one that's going to be on here, and uh, it's Brendan Urie. Yeah. Holy shit. Who's have Brendan you listened Urie? to his live performances? I have, dude. He tries to do a lot of grand, like, showy-showy stuff, and he tries to sing live. Yeah. And he, it's like he can't hear himself. Dude, have you heard his who? vocal no, cracks? I, who are we talking Panic about? Panic at the Disco. Oh. Have you heard his vocal cracks, dude? Dude hold has up. a great voice, but man, <clears throat> not like, on li- not hold live. Hold up. Yeah. All right, hold, okay, so The Doors, the guys who sang, People are strange when you're a stranger. <clears throat> so you got that? Okay. You've also got the song, Come on, baby, light my fire. Yes, okay. Yeah, everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. knows, everybody knows that song. Yes. Those are the doors. So the doors have a lot of the guy, the lead singer was I watched a movie on it actually. He was like a fucking drug head. He was crazy. All the he, That's dude, a he lot had, of like, music artists. So much going on with that guy. Anyways, this whole his whole thing was like crashing and burning and finally he had like this arena with like thousands, thousands of people watching him. And he was like he got up on like the he was on some crazy drugs. And was like stripping on stage and like fuck? having people strip on stage and like cussing out his audience and like it was nuts. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like just chaos. This and that was final one. Of the, special? Yeah, I think that was oh, one of the last ones they ever did. Well, let's oh, listen to good old Brendan Urie. There's a there's a four <laughs> oh, minute compilation, but this is his biggest vocal. Crack. Just do like the first one. Second. Yep, that was Bohemia Rhapsody. Holy shit, dude. Have you heard that one before? Yeah. <laughs> he kept going, too, and but didn't even look embarrassed. His voice was probably tired. Yeah, dude. He, I mean, that's some, like, you, those the way, you the way that? He, the way he sings is is very punishing to his voice. I'm going to be honest. You say True. that, but um, we're going to go off podcast really quickly so they can listen to a four-minute compilation. All righty. So, with this list from InsideHook.com, uh, the worst performances this person lists and immediately top of the list is going to uh, make it with Mariah Carey Ooh. in 2016 oh, no. for New Year's Eve in Times Square. Dude. What happened was, with this, so it describes Mar- Mariah Carey had one of the best known bad performances when she went live in Times Square uh, during Dick Clark's New Year's mm. Rockin' Eve. Uh, her team said Carrie couldn't hear anything coming from her earpiece, and the singer was reportedly lip-singing to some of her biggest hits uh, when uh, one of the audio tracks malfunctioned. Uh-oh. Yeah. So, that boo. Dude. When you're performing in Times Square and you can just lip-sync your stuff, which Dude, maybe she's going through something. A lot of people do that, though. Like, a lot of people. I'm gonna be honest. If you cannot perform your songs live, don't then you it. shouldn't be performing live at all. Don't perform them live. Yeah. Just sing your songs in a studio. I you get, don't have to perform live. I get it. You want to be out there and perform, and the shows are eye-flashing and catchy, but is uh, it adds a little underwhelming when you have to lip-sync to your music. Yeah. It, if your it voice takes is tired, I get the, it. It takes away the... It feels like whenever you see that the person you've gone to pay watch live, they're just doing, Dancing they're just around. lipping over a recording. It's like, oh, cool. I could have just done this at home. It's <clears throat> impersonal. Yeah. 
It, it, it loses that. Feels touch. like you're scammed a little bit. It is yeah. a little bit of a scam. Um, another mention here. Uh, this uh, website says the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed "Under the Bridge" on February uh, 1992 while appearing on Saturday Night Live. Uh, this, this, this. I read over this story, dude. This is kind of this is a little this is a little messed up. At the time, the band was becoming increasingly popular, having sold millions of copies of their album, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Oh. But guitarist John Frusciante was so unhappy with the band's sudden success that he deliberately sabotaged the band's SNL performance by playing slowly and erratically and then later screaming incoherently at the song's end. Anthony Anthony Kiedis wrote in his uh, autobiography, Scar Tissue, that it felt like he was getting stabbed in the back and hung out to dry in front of all of America while Frusciante, the guitarist, was off in a corner in the shadow playing some dissonant, out-of-tune experiment. And wait, what what group was this again? Red Hot Chili Peppers. Dude, that fucking blows. How stupid. Yeah, yeah. That's so selfish too. Like it's not you're not the only person in the band. Dude. Yeah, just quit the band at that point. Yeah, if you yeah. if you got upset with it, leave the band. Don't ruin a live performance. Why, why would you be upset with that? So I I <laughs> so know. Weird. Hold on. I know why you would be upset. It's because there is the worry that if we become too popular, we're going to lose the love and passion we have yeah. in the first place. However sabotaging your bandmates on live television on a Saturday Night Live skit is so uncool and just, like, it is stabbing your friends in the back. Yeah. In, on on television. It's sucky. That's shitty. That's, yeah, that's, like, that's just a shitty thing to do. It's, it's like, why, you should have, he should have had, like, a talk um, with them before it. Imagine the conversation after that, dude. Imagine trying to stay on the band after that yeah, conversation. Like, yeah. He probably got kicked off. Well, Maybe. I don't know, actually. Did he? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Did Hold he get on. kicked off? Yeah, with an attitude like that, I'm sure he didn't stay in the group for too long. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Reminds me of when Nirvana um, were asked to play on MTV, but they wanted to play live, and MTV like refused to let them play live, and so they like were like lip syncing, and they were just fucking with MTV the whole time, like not actually playing their guitars. Yeah. At one point, the lead singer deep throated the mic, <laughs> so it's just like. Hey, what's the group? Is it Red Hot Chili Peppers that had the song this? Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. Mm, I don't. Who know. is that? What I group is that? Re- I don't know, dude. Anyways, whatever group that is, they went on a live TV show, and the and the the host or the TV whatever the whatever they were whatever group they were they asked the artists to censor their song, <laughs> and so they started it by going. Fuck you! I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> and then they cut, like they li- they cut the live. It was oh, so funny, dude. I, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. Apparently stayed on, but then left. I guess in the early two oh. thousands because uh, surprise, surprise, he was going through mental issues, oh. mental problems. So yeah, he was not in a good place. Good yeah. Friend. There we go. So he left because he needed help. Well, great. Hey, hey good. Good. He sought help. That's good. All right, next up, we got Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love, Live Aid in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 1985. So in 1985, Led uh, Led Zeppelin had decided to reunite for the first time since drummer John Bonham's death in 1980. So so this is their comeback after 1980. So the venue, the Live Aid concert at JFK Stadium in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I'm sorry, that, that, that sentence made no sense. Like, there was no 
sorry. That, that sentence was, wait, was that like was just, the end of the. That was a sentence. I, sorry, that that, that just <sighs> is odd. Yeah, the venue, the Live Aid concert, JFK Stadium in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The venue. That was a sentence. That's a sentence. Okay. Okay. What was the sentence before it? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I guess it's saying the venue was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. That that's just an odd way to break it up like that. Yep. So, the band was playing for a crowd of about 100,000 people and an estimated global audience of 1.9 billion on television. Holy shit. But singer Robert Plant's voice was sore from playing three solo nights uh, shows before Live Aid while guitarist Jimmy Page was handed an untuned guitar and Phil Collins was added as a second drummer at the last minute and was was clearly unfamiliar with the material. Oh, my God. The show suffered accordingly. (laughs) Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Out of voice, untuned guitar, and they're like, hey, why doesn't Phil Collins jump on with you guys? Let's would, do it. This would be so cool. He doesn't know anything about it, but this would be so cool. This, the audience will love this, guys. Come on. You <sighs> guys got to really, do it now. He's a really good drummer, but if you don't know the song, then <laughs> it doesn't matter. God. He can be a so, great drummer. There oh was that. God, dude. Uh, Ashley Simpson, Autobiography, Saturday Night Live, 2004. Saturday Night Live. Uh, that's a very good question, dude. Saturday a, Night Live is is dead, trash now. <laughs> oh, no, it's 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 as it has always been. True, trash. it just doesn't have um Mediocre. Chris Farley in it anymore. Yeah. On October twenty third, two thousand four, Ashley Simpson was caught limp syncing lip syncing on Saturday Night Live. Uh, Simpson was supposed to sing autobiography because she had already performed pieces of me earlier in the show. But the vocal track that played instead was for the previous song, and no sound came out of Simpson's mouth. She tried to dance, jig, make up for the mistake, but the damage was already done. Ouch. I think I've seen that. You guys, probably, yeah, but you guys will definitely remember this one. So this is Katy Perry, Fireworks, live on X Factor, 2011. Dude, I do not remember this. Uh, when I describe it, you might remember. Katy Perry surprised audiences when she showed up on the X Factor in 2010 and just didn't do that well. Her voice cracks and wavers, and she ended up screaming during parts of the song. What? I kind of remember seeing this appearance on X Factor, and it was, like, horrifying to watch. Yikes, dude. Why did she do that? Why did she show up on X Factor? Did they all hit X? <laughs> Dude, I don't know. No, she was just a guest appearance. Oh, okay. That would have been hilarious if they had. If they were like, "Wow, this sucks." Okay, okay. Here's one about our uh, you guys. I know is all of our favorite uh, music artists here. This is about Justin Bieber in 2012. <sighs> Dude, I love Justin Bieber. So. <laughs> With this performance, he's so good to his fans. Uh, Justin Bieber, <laughs> Bieber, uh, Justin Bieber had a rough time when he threw up not once but twice on stage in Arizona Ooh. during his Justin Bieber Believe <gasps> tour in 2012. Oh my That's God! Bieber, 18 at the time, seemed fine when he first bound on stage, but suddenly turned his back on the crowd and vomits twice and then ran off stage. The performer later Dude. blamed drinking too much milk before the show. I saw that video. Alcohol. I saw the alcohol, video of him oh, doing sure. that. Alcohol? Had to be drunk. Dude, he was probably on drugs. Justin he drank Bieber too much was milk. like... Nat- oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would, too, if I was about to get on stage, dude. I would drink, like, three or four glasses full of milk. Yeah, the most congesting thing yeah. that you can drink before you start performing. Uh, dude, I want to see 
the the person who did that. Like, they were like, here, Justin Bieber, drink this glass of milk before you get up there. <laughs> Just take a little sip of it, dude, before you get up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. It'll help it'll, your vocals. It'll help cover the fact that you're on <laughs> drugs right now. <laughs> it'll wake you up. Come on. Um, so... I am going to go to some Reddit comments for a second, but honestly, I want to take a little break uh, from reading about worst live performances that uh-huh. people, other people have experienced. I'll tell you my worst live performance. There we go. I was Talk hoping. Our own? Dude, because oh. I have one, too. I have. I have, yeah. My, Here we go. Let's y'all go. don't know this worst live performance because I never talked about this worst live performance. Let's go. So back in, when I lived in Florida, I did vocal competitions for a little bit. Oh, and one of the that. vocal competitions... Uh, my tonsils did what they do and made me sick right before the vocal competition. Oh, damn. And there were only two two people competing in this vocal competition, and that was me and a girl that goes to my high school that sat at my lunch table with me. I was like, yeah, it was... But she ended up winning first, regardless. Um, I... Uh. It was rough. It was rough. I could not... I wanted to run off stage and cry. Like, yeah, I was dude, trying my best bro, to warm up like, beforehand. What happened? Was your I just got sick. Just it, was it was shot. It was gone. Damn. I couldn't baby it. I couldn't fix yeah. it. So I just had to go up and Fuck, man. sing. I still have a picture of me winning that vocal competition, and it is the most uncomfortable picture. I'll send it to Steven. <laughs> Um, oh, oh you won or she won? She won, dude. I won second. Oh, out of the two people. Out of the competed. two people, yeah. Dude, that's how it... Okay, well, I'll go on to mine. <laughs> yeah, it was... Dude, it was rough. I had to sing that an sucks. Italian classic song and then another... Uh, oh, dude. Like, not contemporary. It was like yeah. folky song. So so some of the most challenging things to <laughs> some sing of the most yeah, vocally, like... Yeah, some of the most vocally challenging and you have to have your technique right. You can't slur. You can't, you know... Yeah, especially for the Italian piece. Dude, that is so precise on, like, yeah. like the notes. Oh, God, dude. I don't think I did a... Bad job, but it wasn't my best work. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So that reminds me of because I got second place because of this as well. Mm. When you and I did a competition, and yes. we were the only ones in our bracket in the adult bracket. Yeah. And I sang "Country Roads" by John Denver. Oh yeah. And there was something that happened to my voice too. Like I wasn't sick or anything, but there, like I couldn't get it. It was just kind of scratchy. I couldn't hit the we notes. We were I younger wanted to at hit. the time, too, dude. We're dude. also extremely judgmental of ourselves. For if, sure. If we had yeah, just got, okay, but gotten up there and had a good on. time, then hold on, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I was had, there. I yeah. I had a major voice crack you did. You at did. the last last note because uh, in the that. song John Denver does the country roads take me home to the place I belong and then he goes up one belong yep. so I I hit the uh and I was like oh I can go up I can hit the next octave but I clearly did not because it went oh and just rang out. Dude, I felt so embarrassed at that. But, like, you know, it's stuff you can't help. Yeah. You can't help it. Yeah. It happens, and it's what it is. It's true. It's true. But it's just embarrassing because you're doing this in front of a massive audience of people, and they all just listened to you go, ah! (laughs) 
on stage. And yeah. at the time, to be fair, I had more prep to because I was still taking like voice lessons and shit at the same time. Oh well, dude, it's not any sure. of your fault. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, that's true. That's true. Dude, there's Sorry. no ill. I'm not will trying to. There. All right. Okay. No, I am. I'm really mad at you, actually. <clears throat> yeah, that was like the peak of our lives, dude. I think I know your worst. Well, I wasn't going to talk about personal experience, but for sure, this is oh. this is the most aggravating and disappointing thing that's ever happened to me. We can end it here. Yeah, we can end it here. Wasn't it Aladdin? No. Mm-mm. So, Justice and I and Judah, we were all three in the play Into the Woods. So, oh, we practiced man. hard. Justice and I were so on point because we were the two princes yeah. in Into the Woods. We played off of each other's energy beautifully. We sang it so good. perfectly. We were the goddamn highlight of the fucking show. We some were, of the most yeah. of the time, dude. I heard even even with what happened, which what yes. you're about to say, people came up and they were like, "You were the highlight." of it the show. It was still good. Yeah. We were still, but but the thing was, we put so much work and we played off of each other so well. A few days before the actual first three shows debuted, we did it, it, this show was so intense and we put so much work in it. We did six shows total. We did three oh, yeah, shows one did. week and yeah. we did three shows the next week. Which that one was awesome, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. Next week, the last awesome. ones were great yeah. because yeah, I'm about to explain. This has happened to me once before in a performance, but it wasn't as bad or important because it's like a youth summer theater. Yeah. This was like a college slash high school. We were all through the college to the high school because yeah. I was, like, in some sort of program for a college. So, or not program, but I, I was privy to programs to the college because I knew some people. Mm. A few days before the show, we sounded great, and we were doing great on the music, and my fucking voice decides to go out a day or two before the show. Well, yeah. you got sick, I dude. got sick. My voice got either I got vocally tired or I got sick. The first three shows, I could not hit a fucking note. Yeah, yeah. it was sad. Justice had to carry all the choir, and I had to raspily sing through all my yeah. parts. We performed great. We played off each other's energy well. It wasn't a bad performance. But I, vocally and physically, could not sing very well. And for the first three shows, after all the work and after all the energy we put into it, my voice failed yeah. me and I got to I had to for the first three shows and for the the next three shows still had to vocally recover yes. and do mediumly better than the last three and I was not able to put a hundred percent vocally in all six of those shows and dude it could have like vocally I could have been so much better and it pissed me off well in the <laughs> in the last three that we did you rocked it was better it, it was, it was you, better you if I even in the first three like if I were sitting in the audience I would not have really noticed. Uh, I mean, if the first three, I probably would have been like, "Oh, what's going on with his with his voice?" But yeah. I, it wouldn't have been like a ew. And yeah. then in the thir- in the last three, you would it was not just have been disheartening to, for that to absolutely, happen. dude. And that's the yeah. same for me. And then probably for same you, for me. Where yeah. you're, you're, you're your you own put biggest in critic. Months of work, for yeah, it. yeah. And then yeah. for your voice to give out on you, like, well, when it counts, fuck. yeah, yeah, like the day. Yeah. The only day that it actually mattered that I sang it yep. well, yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, is such a it's a, it's a it's a shattering feeling a little yeah. bit. You feel you feel like you let yourself down somehow. Yes. You know, <laughs> yes, dude. And le- you let your you let other people down because you can't give that effort in. Yeah. 
All right, so guys. Yeah, that's our, that's our experiences. Yeah. Hey, there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Three Brothers, One Brain Cell, episode 51. Episode 51. We're halfway through season three, guys. Isn't Already? that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you liked what you heard, you heard the... Uh, uh, the ad, or if you didn't, go back and listen to the ad. Yeah. So you know where to find us. Weirdos. Anyways, um, adios, amigos. Thank, uh. you, thank you so much for listening. You are a valued member of our You're society. You're a valued customer. We love you. Of our society. Bye. Remember. Bye. Our society. Dude. Ours. Ours. Oh. <clears throat>